0: What happened in overtime there? Simply not good enough on myself.
1: That's it. You just heard a very brief sentence from Stars captain Jamie Benn after their loss to the Vancouver Canucks on Monday night. It was that kind of evening at the AAC as the Dallas Stars suffer yet another embarrassing loss in overtime to an inferior opponent. We react to all of it today and hear from a few Stars players, including Yanni Hockenpah and the newest member of the team, Guinea to dawn off on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Howdy Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey coming to you on this Tuesday, February 28th. And hopefully this end of the month means new beginnings for the Dallas Stars, because quite frankly, it's getting pretty old talking about The same thing, losing in overtime, losing to bad teams, wasted opportunity, wasted potential. The other teams in the Central Division catching up, and the Dallas Stars may very well soon find themselves out of first in the division, and who knows how far they could fall from now up until playoff time. But whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Thank you, the listener, for being consistent, uh, unlike a certain hockey team that we all choose to support uh, through the thick and thin. And as I've alluded to, and as I'm sure you're aware of, another dreadful outing at the American Airlines Center on Monday night after... What was maybe the best win of the season in Las Vegas on Saturday? Uh, we see heroics from the Stars' biggest names, Jason Robertson, Rope hence Jake Ottinger, and many more. Wyatt Johnston stepping up to the plate to help get the Stars two points when they desperately needed it most. You think, now they have momentum. Now they're finally back in the swing of things. They're headed home to play not just a bad team, but a team that has literally had a rain cloud over them all season with coaching issues. Uh, front office issues. They lose their captain to a trade. Nothing has really gone right for the Vancouver Canucks this season based on preseason expectations. That's a perfect recipe for a team that has nothing to lose out there on the ice. And they certainly played that way and made the Stars look foolish, especially in the first period. Maybe the worst first period we've seen from the Stars this season. And I know this game hurts on multiple levels, one with it just being another overtime loss. But then after the initial goal, they say, wait, we're going to review the goal. And they take a very long time to review whether or not, uh, I believe it was Beauvillier was offsides. And uh, they kept showing the replay. And it certainly looked like from the way I could see it, that you could absolutely make the call that he was offsides. The referees, Toronto, decide that the play stands. The goal is good. And coach Pete DeBoer did say after the game that he understands why it was called that way. And he would want that he would expect the same to, you know, for the play to stand if the roles were reversed and the stars were the ones who were looking to be granted that goal. Uh, I'm sure there's also a little bit of him not wanting to catch some flack from the league for criticizing the officials, uh, because I think everyone in the arena who saw that replay thinks that the call should have been made the other way. But. Multiple things can be true at the same time, and one that, yes, that call maybe should have been overturned, but, I I mean, have we seen anything this season to indicate that the Stars would have found a way to win that game? Do they survive the rest of that overtime period? Probably not. They probably still get scored on. They're probably just delaying the inevitable if they allow the game to continue, and also, maybe you shouldn't be having to go to overtime against the Vancouver Canucks, who have been out of the playoff race since thanksgiving but maybe that's just the way i see it Uh, maybe you shouldn't be down 3-1 you shouldn't be down 4-2 to a bad team especially now that you're you know you've added to the team you have your new player contributing and scoring goals and getting chemistry with other players on the roster and yet you can't string things together you cannot help your goalie out jake ottinger already has pretty bad numbers in his career against the canucks anyway and his teammates certainly not doing him any favors on Monday night but after the game we got to speak to stars coach Pete DeBoer as well as a few players we got to speak with Jamie Benn but you already heard everything he had to say after the game during the open of the show we also spoke to defenseman Yanni Hockenpah who was the unlucky candidate to get to speak to the media even though you could kind of point fingers at the entire defensive court tonight for some pretty loose play around the crease you know sometimes it's just small margins get a bounce here get a bounce there uh, I guess overall, just. I'm just trying to
0: be a little more patient out there i guess with the puck and then just trying to wear him down uh I don't, I don't really know just some miscues there uh we've got to be way better for him uh you know he's been unreal for us the whole year we just got to help him out better uh just you know protect that mill much more than what we did today takes a little positioning uh communication uh i think those are probably the biggest things that comes to mind just uh you know Taking care of that front of the net before uh, we go anywhere else. Yeah, it's got to be, you know, make sure we're ready when the park drops, you know. Turning momentum right off the bat, especially at home. Just uh, got to get the foot on the gas and, you know, get the crowd going. I mean, I, I don't know. I You know, I, I I don't know if it's a trend. I mean, I didn't like our start tonight. It looked like we were still in Las Vegas. Um, and obviously, you spot any team a 3-1 lead, you're, you're going to have a long night. So, yeah, I, I thought... Uh, I thought our first 15 minutes of the game was maybe as poor as we played all year. So, you know, you're going to have games like that. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Traveling back, emotional win in Vegas. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't know. But, um, you know, I think uh, fortunate to get a point and uh, move forward. And we got to be a lot better next game. You know, we we didn't do much right in the first 15 minutes. Gave up. You know, way too many grade a looks for for uh you know how we have to play to have success i felt we were dangerous tonight i felt we you know we did score some goals and could have had you know have hits the crossbar we had some other grade a real good looks so um you know i i don't i don't feel scoring is going to be an issue particularly with the addition of the, the donoff i think he's going to add a Another element for us, I thought he was really good again, you know, tonight for us in his first game, and uh, you can see what he's going to add. He's a a veteran player that makes plays, and, you know, it was a
1: big-time finish for us. Just another unexcusable loss on part of the Stars. A great opportunity to help generate that momentum with a few other basement dweller teams up on the schedule with Arizona and Chicago later this week. But now I'm I'm skeptical going into that back-to-back on Wednesday and Thursday that the team can get the job done. Uh, I still think that there are moves to be made at the trade deadline or before. I'll talk about that a little bit later. But obviously, uh, more needs to be done with this team in terms of maybe personnel, but but also just something else. And obviously, this, the scoring wasn't as much at a premium tonight. It did take the Stars a little bit of time to get things rolling, but they did put up four goals. Uh, and they did find a way to get back into this game. Although, again, I don't necessarily think they should have had to do that, given that they have way more talent on their roster than the Vancouver Canucks have on theirs. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll shift to some of the positives, and one of those being that the newest member of the team, Evgeny Dodonov, scored in his Dallas Stars debut. We'll talk about Dodonov and hear from the man himself right after this. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you've got to try Bilt Bar. What makes Bilt Bars taste so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably delicious flavors such as churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And I'm not quite sure how Bilt does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. Only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to get your own box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com. But now you can also get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your local Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or the coconut puffs. It doesn't matter where or how you get your built bars. Just make sure you give them a try today. You won't regret it. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. And we are it's a rough loss. It's hard to continue to just talk about the same things over and over and over. Saturday night, such a, a breath of fresh air, uh, getting to talk about a win, but then also just the team coming together, overcoming some of the obstacles that they, some of them that they had set in their own way, some of them, the opposition on the other side. And then it just seems like we've fallen right back into the pit uh, here on this Tuesday, but there are some positives, and one of the biggest positives is that we saw the newest member of the team, Evgeny Dodonov, become active in the lineup. He gets a pretty nice uh, ovation and welcome from the Dallas Stars crowd as he, Jamie Benn, and White Johnston were named as starters at the beginning of the game, and so I think that the Stars faithful are excited to have him. They were excited at the start of the game, and I think after his performance that they're pretty pleased to have him around for the rest of this season as he didn't take too much time to formally introduce himself to the team connecting with Wyatt Johnston on one of the prettier goals that we've seen recently from this team. And we got to talk to Evgeny Dodonov after this game and get some of his thoughts on his first outing in a Dallas Stars sweater.
0: What did you know about Wyatt Johnston? He's 19, so not a whole lot of book on him, but that was a nice pass to you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, like seems like he he knew exactly where I'm going, so like made a nice pass.
0: How important is it to maybe get chemistry with a couple of guys, and could he be
1: one of them? I mean, it's always important, you know, the chemistry, I think it's huge, and like, when you know like what, what the guy's going to do, like it, it makes your game much easier. A little bit uh, of that was a little hard to hear. Dodonov, a little bit more of a quiet guy, kind of similar to the guy that he replaced in Denis Gurionov, but basically he was asked about... Uh, you know, his experience for the first time with this team and saying, you know, that, that he felt fine. But and I mean, all things considered, he really didn't have to play this game with the trade happening on Monday morning uh, pretty early in the day and having to gather stuff together and move all the way from Montreal to Dallas, getting in late in the evening or later in the day. Uh, really impressive that he's able to suit up and participate and be as effective as he was uh, in this matchup for the Stars and playing. Not only on the five on five, but he also recorded a minute and thirty five seconds of power play time with the star's second power play unit, which didn't produce very much the Star's lone power play goal coming from rope hints, but still really impressive uh, that evgeny Dodonov was ready to go and was able to be so effective in this matchup and he talked about the connection he had with Wyatt Johnston of how Wyatt just seemingly knew exactly where he was going to be and knew exactly when to pass the puck. and so, The the continued praise for Wyatt Johnston continues to come in throughout this season. feels like he and Jamie Benn have really been some of the best players consistently across the board for the Stars, even amidst uh, this losing spell. It seems like one of those guys are scoring or they're involved on a scoring play. I mean, it was truly a beautiful pass from Johnston to Dodonoff. And uh, as much as I think that Dodonoff could also benefit from playing alongside Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchment, I think that there's some benefit to having DeLandria with those two in leaving Dodonov with Jamie Benn and Wyatt Johnston. I think that's the benefit of bringing in a guy like Evgeny Dodonov is that you can kind of try him out at different places, and I think he's going to find a way to be effective and score goals. I know his numbers coming from Montreal were not that impressive, only four on the season before his fifth of the year on Monday evening, but again, you have to take into account who he was playing with, his line mates in Montreal, definitely not up to par with some of the guys that he's playing alongside here now in Dallas. And this is a guy who's been a 20 goal scorer last season in Vegas. Uh, He at one point scored 28 goals in back-to-back seasons earlier in his career. So he is a little bit older at 33, but he certainly can still put the puck in the back of the net. And that's going to be very easy to do for him if he's getting nice feeds from guys like Wyatt Johnston, who continue to amaze. Johnston now with 12 assists on the season. Uh, and just a beautiful sequence that I think really helped light a spark for the stars in the second period as they had found themselves down by a score of three to one. And, and then that helps get the ball rolling a little bit. You know, it, it didn't really click full on to later in the game, but I really think the stars coming back and tying the game started with that sequence from Johnston to Donoff and Ryan Suter also picking up an assist on that play. But all of that saying, one game in, I am a fan of the Dodonov trade. I think the more I even just sit on it and think about it, especially after recording yesterday's episodes, I think that really that this is a win trade for the Stars in the sense that they gained cap space. Uh, they didn't lose Denis Gurionov for nothing because I think regardless of you know what happened at the end of the season, I think he was gone because his contract was going to expire. and I don't think the Stars would have looked to bring him back. So they got something in return. Even if the Donoff is just a rental, it seems like they're going to get some decent production from him while also uh, saving some cap space. So hopefully this won't be the last that we see of him scoring goals. Hopefully this is just a foretaste of things to come from number 63 throughout the rest of this regular season and also as the Stars approach the playoffs because they are going to need all hands on deck in terms of goal scoring. We're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about why the addition of Evgeny Dodonov is not enough and why the stars must do more before the NHL trade deadline hits on Friday afternoon. Today's episode of Locked on Stars also brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens product, AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. There's tons of people out there who take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small microhabit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, everybody, closing out this Tuesday episode of Locked On Stars. A painful loss, an annoying loss, frustrating loss. However, we did see Evgeny Dodonov score in his Dallas Stars debut, which is a promising sign for this team going forward. However, I do think that last night's game is proof that while the addition of Dodonov is good, there needs to be more done. The Stars obviously still have issues that they need to work through if they truly want to be a relatively competent team come playoff time because if the season ended right now uh, my confidence level for this team would be as just about as low as it could be I think Jake Gottinger would be really the only hope I'm clinging to and that you have to hope you get another performance from him that like you did last season but thankfully there is still more time to straighten some things out before the postseason begins and that all starts here this week leading up to the trade deadline on Friday and I was talking with a few people up in the in the press box during last night's game, mainly Sam Nestler, saying that you don't make a move like you do for Evgeny Dodonov if you're Jim Nil in the front office, if you're not planning on making at least one other move to add to the team. And, and I believe that that is what we have in store for us. I think that the stars were intentional of getting a guy who could produce for the team, but also gaining a little bit of cap space in the process. And I think they're going to look to make another addition. And while it would be nice to maybe get another forward, I'm still holding out partial hope for Max Domi. I think that what we saw on Monday night is there needs to be a, a new face on the defensive core. And maybe that means trading away some defensive pieces. I know everyone's going to say, trade Ryan Souter, trade Ryan Suter. Uh, but his contract, no move clause, not going to happen. He's not going to get traded. But maybe we see a guy like Yanni Hockenpah get traded away. Uh, I mean, I think you can afford to move a few defensive pieces because you have guys like Joel Hanley who have been slotted you know, in and out of the lineup to substitute for guys that are either injured or healthy scratched. I think that maybe even a guy like Colin Miller you could potentially look to move in exchange for a player like Jacob Chikrin who is still untraded at the time of recording this just after midnight on February 28th. You go out and add a guy like that, and he's not just a rental either. I think you could add a guy like Jacob Chikrin who can play both sides of the ice. And then you can also look to have him long-term. I've talked about that at length in other episodes, talking about whether or not the stars should look to add another defenseman to the team. And if that's a piece they should pursue at the deadline. And I think if Monday night's performance was any indication where the the defense was leaky uh, and just way too exposed down low, leaving Jake Ottinger out to dry, I think that there needs to be some sort of change. And obviously we know not only is Ryan Souter not going to get traded, he's not going to get scratched either, which I know people are frustrated about, but I mean, it's really guys like Haskin and Lindell who are doing a lot of the heavy lifting defensively, but those guys one aren't perfect and they're bound to make mistakes at times. And two, they're not going to be out there on the ice all the time. And then if you find yourselves in games uh, like you did on Monday night, where there's a decent amount of time on the penalty kill you're going to get your best defenders worn out. I mean, Yanni Hockenpah skated three minutes and 39 seconds of shorthanded time. Esselindell four minutes and 28 seconds. Miro Haskin in a minute, 24. And then even, I think that bleeds into the forward side as well uh, with guys like Jamie Benn skating nearly two minutes. Uh, Rope Hints one minute, 52 seconds. Tyler Sagan, two minutes, four seconds. I mean, that's a lot of time to be on the penalty kill. And then that, you know, you exert your energy there. And then things you know, don't go as planned when you're at five on five because your guys are worn out from having to play that consistent defense on the penalty kill, which the Stars are only on the PK three times, but some of those were in pretty close succession to one another, and I think things like that tend to add up. So Monday night's game, uh, proof that the Stars, I think, have made one good move in adding Dodonov, but they should not be done. So I would be keeping an eye out to see what else the Stars do. And as we know, Jim Neal can be sneaky and crafty and can sometimes make a move that we don't expect. But I think that he has to know that this team, as good as they are at times and with good pieces that they have, they are not ready to truly contend in the playoffs. So we need at least one more move uh, before the deadline hits on Friday afternoon. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe subscribe button on youtube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform always free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen you can also find us on social media at dane double underscore lewis on twitter my personal twitter account and if you want to follow the show just search at locked on stars but thank you guys again for tuning in we'll be back tomorrow with another episode enjoy your tuesday we'll see you back here soon